Hello, my name is Father Ed Feliski from the St. Clement Mission House in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. Today the church celebrates Saturday, the 28th of August, the 21st, uh, Saturday of the 21st week of the year. And it's also the memorial of St. Augustine, one of the great um, thinkers and one of the great minds in the early church. I would like to begin our um, reflection with the reading um, from the gospel uh, of today's liturgy. This reading is taken from uh, St. Matthew's gospel, chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant, So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. This parable is often called the parable of the talents. And very fittingly, um, a talent at the time of this gospel was not money as such, but rather it was um, a weight. And um, depending on what the weight was made of uh, determined its value. The most common talent was made of silver, um, but it could also be made of copper or of gold. Um, So it 
referred to a sense of money or it had value in that sense uh, when this parable was originally uh, told. However, um, it's fitting that we use the term talent because it could also refer to other things like the talents that God gives us individually. Not necessarily money, but maybe some of us have a skill for languages or a skill for music, or we have a, a talent to act or a talent to speak or um, you know, we have all these various different talents given to us um, as God determines. So we could use this parable um, and reflect on it in that sense of talent. Um, there's no doubt that the ori- originally in this parable, the whole attention is riveted on this useless servant, the one who is afraid of the master, and fear drives him to do nothing. How often is that true in our own lives? So fear has him bury his talent. Um, Fear, maybe fear of success or fear of failure, or we have all kinds of fears. Um, And so we bury our talents because we're afraid. Um, So this this useless servant who's afraid of his master, um, he's the focal point of this story. And uh, certainly Jesus is trying to make a point. Um, Most commentators that I've read say that um, there's no doubt that this useless servant stands for the scribes and the Pharisees and their attitude to the law and to the truth of God. This useless servant, he buried his talents in the ground um, in order that he might hand it back to his master exactly as it was. The whole aim was for the scribes and Pharisees was to keep the law exactly as it was. There could be no changes. And we know that uh, story in the scripture where the Pharisees, we just heard it recently, just the other day, where they, you know, will put um, all these restrictions on people, but not lift a finger to help them carry these burdens. Um, So... The scribes and Pharisees, it seems, are being criticized here by Jesus because they're the ones who want to, as they say, build a fence around the law. There can be no changes, no new developments, no alterations or anything, you know, that would um, change anything that they... So all they had to do was follow these 1,612 rules and regulations to be saved. And, of course, Jesus was critical of that. He would say that we should listen to what the scribes and Pharisees say, but do not do what they do, because they won't lift the finger to help us. Um, But um, be that as it may, there are other things that we could take from this parable. Um, The man with the talent, um, they desire to keep these, um, you know, the the scribes and Pharisees want to keep their their talents uh, the way that they are and without any changes. And of course, Jesus represents major change. And so we know that there's tremendous conflict between the leadership of the time, the scribes and Pharisees, and Jesus himself. And this would ultimately lead to his crucifixion and death. But this parable gives us other insights as well. Um, It tells us that, you know, God gives us many different gifts. Um, We don't all have the same gifts. We're all special and unique. And... um, we're called to use the gifts that God gives us. Um, and even if we lose them, at least we use them. 
<laughs> there's an old familiar saying that, you know, if you, if you don't use something, you lose it. And we know that there's a truth in that. If you study language and you never practice, you forget. Um, or a musician, if you don't practice, um, you forget. Um, you, you begin to lose your talent. Um, so you have to use it or you lose it. Um, so God gives us all these special gifts and abilities, uh, depending on, um, you know, it's up to God who gives these gifts. And our, our choice is, is only to use them as to the best of our abilities. Um, there's an interesting insight into this parable as well, that the servants who use their talents and actually double them, their reward is that they are giving more responsibilities. They're given more work, if you will. Um, so they, they, they become, you know, more in charge of, of the master's possessions. And so if that represents God, you know, God rewards us by giving us more responsibility, giving us um, more uh, ownership of his vineyard, uh, of his kingdom. So I think there's a truth in that as well. Um, so the person, the, the, the useless servant, uh, his sin is that he just doesn't try. He doesn't even um, use the talent that God has given him or the talent that his master gives him. He just doesn't even, he, he kind of gives up before he even, um, he even tries. And so he fails only because, uh, for lack of trying. Um, even if he, you know, used his talent in the sense of money and he lost it, he'd be better off than just burying it and doing nothing with it. So I think that that's true for us as well. Uh, we need to use the gifts that God gives us and we try to um, use them to the best of our abilities and we'll be rewarded accordingly. Um, to the one, and at the end of the parable, uh, when the talent is taken away from this servant who buries it and is given to the man who has, has the ten talents, um, there's a truth in that as well. It tells us that um, to the one who has, more will be given. We see this all the time, don't we? Uh, people who are successful, they continue to be successful, they continue to accumulate. Um, and, and the one who struggles and, and doesn't use his gifts um, loses them. Uh, so if we don't exercise our talents and, and use the gifts and abilities that God has given us, we will lose them, and God will take them away and give them to somebody else. So we know that that's true, whether, uh, like I said, if whether we're, we practice music or take up a sport, um, if you go golfing and you never, if you never go out to golf and you try to go out after five years, you can't hit the ball straight. <laughs> you know, it takes a certain discipline, and, and we, uh, you know, keep using the, the, the skills and abilities to de develop that talent. So uh, the lesson is, I think, of this parable, the parable of the talents, is endless. I mean, there's so many different meanings that we could glean from this wonderful parable that I would just say that ultimately, at the end, um, God gives us all special gifts and abilities that he gives to nobody else. And so we really can't compare ourselves with one another. God gives me abilities that he doesn't give you, and he gives you special talents that he doesn't give me. And our challenge is to use those gifts and abilities to 
um, help each other and to build up the kingdom of God so that we can share in that kingdom for all eternity with our God. Um, and as if we use our, our gifts and abilities, God will welcome us and ask us to share in his joy, just like he does with the servants who, who um, use their talents. And so we share in his joy in his kingdom for all eternity. May God continue to bless you all and have a wonderful day.